There are many ways people listen to vision, including through a PC at work. When you fire up your computer at work, go to vision.org.au slash listen and click the Vision or V180 Listen Live buttons. You can also catch the latest Vision National News Bulletin and enjoy a growing range of on-demand podcasts from the same page all while you work. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Love is without doubt the single most powerful force on the planet, in the universe. And yet all too often people seek to put boundaries on their love. They're stingy with their love. We've been chatting these past few weeks about setting boundaries. I wonder what boundaries, if any, we should be setting on our love for others. Welcome again to the program, as today we take another look at your boundaries from a different perspective. Everything we own, we have in limited supply. Our money, our possessions, our strength, even our time. Every one of those is limited. Of course, we can work hard to earn more money. I mean, sometimes people are blessed with more money. I know some really wealthy people way out of my league. But even those people have a limited supply of cash, albeit that their limit is quite a bit larger than mine. So everything we have is limited. It's the way it's meant to be. Everything except one thing. The one thing that is unlimited, or at least can be if we choose it to be, if we allow it to be, is love. Boy meets girl. They fall in love. They get married. They they love each other. A child comes along. They both love the child in a way that doesn't diminish their love for one another, or at least it doesn't have to if they don't want it to. They have a bit less time to spend with each other than they used to, but they still love one another just as much whilst at the same time loving their child beyond words. A second child comes, a third, sometimes even a fourth child. In fact, I have some dear friends in Lincoln, Nebraska, who have nine children. Add in the parents, and in Australia we'd call that a cricket team, not a family. And yet... Even with nine children, Mark and Precious love each other and all of their children. And you know what? In their household, there always seems to be more than enough love to go around. In fact, it seems to me that the only time we run out of love is if we choose to withhold it, if we choose to empty our hearts of it. Otherwise, God somehow created us with a capacity to love without limit. I'm not sure if you've ever thought of it that way, but it's true. Now, sometimes people are emotionally damaged perhaps through rejection, perhaps through abuse or in other ways. But time and time again, I've seen this, when they experience the healing love of Jesus, their capacity to love without limit returns to them. And when you think about it, that makes complete sense. Each one of us, every man, every woman, every child, has been created in the image of God. And God is a God who loves without limits. Jesus once said to his disciples, John chapter 15, verse 13, No one has greater love than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And then off he went and laid his life down for you and me and for everybody else who would believe in him. No greater love has anyone than this, than to lay down their life for their friends. So there you have the very definition of love. God's love is the sort of love that Jesus was talking about there, the sort of love that Jesus lived out and died out for us on the cross. It's a love 
without limits. Unlimited love. Love that holds nothing back. Love that is prepared to suffer incomprehensibly. Love that's prepared to give everything, even life itself, for another. In other words, God has set absolutely no boundaries around his love. He became completely vulnerable for our sakes. The Trinity, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, was torn apart on that day when Jesus bore our sins on the cross. What is it that tore the Godhead apart? Your sin, my sin. Matthew chapter 27, beginning at verse 45. From noon on, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And about three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard that, they said, I think the man's calling out for Elijah. At once, one of them ran and, and got a sponge and filled it with sour wine, put it on a stick and gave it to him to drink. But the other said, wait, let us see whether Elijah will come and save him. Then Jesus cried again with a loud voice and breathed his last. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks were split. See, that right there is love in action. And that's the point. Love isn't just a noun. It's not simply a thing that we possess or don't possess. It's also a verb, a doing word. Love is something that we do through our actions. Jesus loved us. He demonstrated his love for us by suffering for us and dying on the cross. The question is, what do you and I do with that? As we're looking at what boundaries we set and don't set in our lives, the question is, what boundaries should I set around my love for others? And to me, it seems as plain as the nose on my face that from the cross, Jesus is crying out the answer to that question to you and me here and now. His answer is none, no boundaries. Don't set any boundaries around your love. And that's not just implied. That's not just something that I'm reading into the text. That's something that Jesus actually tells us with his own words from his own lips. John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. I give you a new commandment that you should love one another, just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. In exactly the way that I loved you, Jesus is saying, without limits, without boundaries, without holding back anything, not my comfort, not my convenience, not my body, not my reputation, not even my life. In that way, love one another as I have loved you. And when you think about that, when you think about what Jesus went through, that's a big call. That means forgiving your enemy, even before they ask for or deserve forgiveness. It means holding your tongue, even when people hurl all sorts of false allegations at you. It means not blaming other people, your friends, for instance, when they desert you. That is the sort of love that Jesus is calling you to. As we've talked about setting boundaries, good boundaries, right boundaries, godly boundaries, over these last few weeks on the program... If you've been able to join me or listen to the messages on the podcast or on the internet, no doubt you've been thinking about putting up a few boundaries, a few barriers. And yes, we need to do some of those things. We, we need to guard our hearts and our minds and our resources. We do need to get right boundaries in place in our relationships. But the whole point of that is that so we can end up with the integrity, the wisdom, the strength and the courage to give our love away in bucket loads without limit, whatever it may cost. The mark of a Jesus follower, a so-called Christian, isn't that Jesus loves you bumper sticker on their car. The mark of a disciple of Jesus Christ 
is the sacrificial love that they pour out into the world. Now, you may be thinking, Bernie, what? Are you saying that Jesus is calling me to be a doormat for everyone to wipe their feet? No, I'm not saying that at all. Jesus wasn't a doormat. Jesus laid down his life willingly. He suffered willingly, not out of weakness, but out of incredible power and strength and courage and resolve. He'd have done none of those things if he hadn't set some boundaries, if he hadn't ignored popular opinion, if he hadn't ignored the naysayers. Jesus said, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. By this will everyone know that you are my disciples if you have loved one for another. Hey, that's a high calling because it'll hurt. It'll mean rejection. It'll mean loss and pain. But because he first did it for you, He's calling you and me to do it for him. Because today, here and now, you and I are the hands and the feet and the mouth and the heart of Jesus. Because today, here and now, there are countless people around us who are desperately aching for something they don't yet know about or understand, the love of God in Jesus Christ. And in order to bring it to them today, Jesus is calling you to love them without boundaries, without limit, whatever it may cost. And as that daily grind just kind of grinds away at us, it's easy to forget that Jesus died and rose again to give us victory. That's why every now and then, just as the Spirit leads, perhaps when you least expect it even, I'd love to send you a short text message of encouragement straight to your phone. That's what Victory SMS is all about. Roughly every other week, I ask the Lord, what word of encouragement could I give today? So if you like the occasional word of encouragement, head across to victorysms.org and when you do subscribe, you'll immediately receive a free copy of my ebook, Power Unlimited. Thousands already have, and the most common response, hey, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. How did you know that? Thank you so much. It's simply amazing how powerfully the Spirit of God can move through just a short text message. And I'd love to encourage you too to live your life in victory. Again, that web address is victorysms.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.